pandemonium reigns. Welcome, family and friends, to Pandemonium Reigns. So excited and glad to be back with you guys. I'm Dan, he's Mike. I'm pretty, but hot dog. Look at this boy over here. Oh my gosh, if you're on YouTube, you are blessed and highly favored because Michael Walker is in the building. His hair is in the building. My gosh. No, I'm not gay, but man, I'm considering it. Golly, I don't deserve this type of build up. You think I've got a star on the Walk of Fame or something out here? My gosh. <laughs> Woo! Man, you're gonna we're gonna have to like give you a like a nickname left. I mean, with, with, with the way that you're headed right now, like we're getting ready to talk Colorado football and Coach Prime. Man, you looking like a I can't say it. Not appropriate mm. words. <laughs> You're looking like a prime choice cut of meat over there. Son. I'm telling you what, boy. We don't Woo. we don't know why you listen, but we thank you for tuning in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, serious note: people have um, our uh, YouTube has upticked, and I don't know where it's coming from, but we're appreciative of that. Thank you for listening wherever you are. Go ahead and hit subscribe and like. It just it just does as a whole bunch of good when you do that for us when you like the video when you subscribe when you tell somebody we do it for free and uh you would not b- believe how one like one subscribe button push will help the algorithm it's crazy you know what else is crazy what's that colorado football dude is it not crazy this is this I, ha- I have a bunch of questions that I want us to answer before we get into like their predictions and who they are and whatnot. Yep. And I think I think how do I want to set this up? So if you are Coach Prime, all right, you're at Jackson State. Let me ask you this: You're Coach Prime. You're at Jackson State. You're having success, but the transfer portal is not a thing. Yeah, are you still taking this job? No way. No, gosh, no. Nope. <laughs> I mean, talk about timing. I- yeah. I mean, this is a blessing and a curse for coaches. I mean, the schedule now just never stops. If it ever did before, it really didn't. Just spoiler alert. But the schedule is is only crazier and wilder with this portal open. You've got coaches that will consider moves like this one, like, no up-and-coming coach – I mean, an up-and-coming coach not named Deion Sanders would be insane for taking this job. Yeah. We're about to talk about the schedule. It's it's pretty rough. I mean, the, the roster is just decimated of talent. There's bodies, but it's so, so lacking in talent. Mm-hmm. No way anybody takes this job without the portal being open, and I certainly don't think Deion would. I mean, it's he knows how to use it to an extent. I mean, I'm kind of questioning that now with just the sheer number of guys he has pushed out and helped out and guys that have left, et cetera. I, you know, I don't think all these guys he wanted to leave. Like that guy that went off in the spring game, mm-hmm. can't tell me that Dion wants him to leave. That's not a push out. Now, maybe they're, maybe that guy got tampered with. They saw what he could do, something like that. I'm not neither here nor there. Probably as least the amount of plugged in in Colorado football than anybody, but just what a bananas time it is in the sport. And the portal is like the cherry on top. Yeah, no kidding. I, I I went to the on three website just to try to get a glimpse and be prepared for this episode. <clears throat> Fifty eight players have transferred out since Dion has taken over. 
gosh, dude. 43 have come in. Oof. So here's here's the 15. deal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, are you gonna are you gonna be playing with all 85? Probably no not. Way. Probably no not. Way. Right. So the bad news is in 2021, 2022, excuse me, Colorado was one and eleven. Right? That's bad news. Bad news. But the good news is most of those dudes are gone. Yeah. I mean, that's true. That is true. I um I can't take credit for this. I'm totally copy and pasting, but I, you know what? I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I like to listen to Joel Klatt. Joel Klatt is a alumni of the Colorado Buffalo. He just threw out some stuff in one of his latest podcasts that just blew my mind. And I thought, man, we've got to mention this. So in 2022, they were 1-11, and okay? They lost 10 games by 23 or more points. Whoa. Can you? Oh, at what point, as a team, and I've been right. I mean, played this game. I've been in hard locker rooms before. I've been on, been a coach in a hard locker room. There just comes a point where it's just hard to keep things together. Where you have a hard time just keeping the locker room together. Yeah, get this: all eleven games by an average of twenty nine. They lost all eleven games by an average wow. of twenty. Nine points. Get this. this wow. Is, this is the thing that really blew my mind. All right. So that 29, the next worst was Northwestern at 14.6. They lost 11 games by an average of double more than Northwestern lost their games. Uh-huh. Double it. Uh-huh. Double it and then uh-huh. a little bit of change here and there. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. my gosh, dude. Uh-huh. That is brutal. Here it is. There's one more. There's one more piece to this. That average of 29 point loss. And how su- how how much does it suck to be Cal, the one team that you beat? I mean, yeah. golly. Anyway, yeah. That that <laughs> that 29 point average is the fourth worst point differential for any Power Five school this century. Golly, so in dude. 22 years, man. I would love I would love to know the three above them, but anyway. And now are are you taking that job if you're anybody else not named Dion? Is the transfer portal open? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna hear your answer for both, but yeah, it's if open. If it's if it's open, I'm considering it. If it's not, no. No way, dude. No, no way. I mean, no. there's just not that many things that you can sell with Colorado football. I mean, the conference that you're playing in is going to get easier. You're going to lose your name brands and mm-hmm. then probably lose a whole lot more before you would ever get post yourself. Yeah. The views are beautiful. There are a few things more uh, legal in Colorado than they are in other areas, but I don't think that's – that doesn't stop guys from doing what they want to do here and there anyway. So, I mean, yeah. what's your selling point if it's Colorado other than I'm Deion Sanders? I just don't know, and I'll be excited to see. I'll say this, though. Dan Tucker couldn't get it done, but if there's anybody who can, Deion Sanders can. I, I agree. I agree, and that's why I'm really excited. I hope I hope that I change my ways because in the past, there's no way. I, I mean, Deion and Jack State, they could have been on TV. I'm not watching. Colorado, I'm not watching unless I am dying. I mean, unless I'm just out of things to do. I hope that I break that trend and I watch 
that marriage, whatever it is on the field this year, I've got to find time and way to do that. Maybe I'll find time during the weeks if I don't do it on Saturdays, but yeah. I'm excited, man. And yeah. I can't wait to talk about the schedule in a second. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. I have, I have another question I want to ask you. All right, cool. So he comes in, Dion comes in, he has a team meeting and he basically tells dudes to pack their bags and he's got luggage coming and it's Louis um, uh, implying that his luggage is Louis Vuitton, not his little mm. luggage, but basically saying he's got players coming. All right. Yeah. He overhauls this roster. If you are a player who is already on this Colorado team and Dion's coming in and he's saying all these things and he's doing all these things, is that fair to you? <sighs> is it fair? So it's, <clears throat> yeah, it is. It's fair because Dion isn't going to be judged about what, about, what the last coach did, which was bring that guy in mm -hmm. and lose 11 games by 30 points on average. Mm -hmm. Dion's going to be judged by the games going forward. I believe that that talent was in a really bad place. I mean, think about it. If you lose 58 and you want to lose, let's say you want to lose 40 mm -hmm. or 50 of them, it's bad, man. It's real okay. bad. They yeah. had Colorado legacies. They were kind of at least one that was encouraged to leave and look elsewhere. It's tough, but it is a business. It is a business that goes two ways, at least, not just one way. And, it, you know, spoiler alert for a college kid that's playing at Colorado or anywhere, life ain't fair. If you don't know it by now, now you know. Sure, sure. If this was not the NIL and portal world, I would say, whoa, hold up, hang on. You know, we're talking about this kid's future, his yeah. opportunities, stuff like that. Okay, but what NIL has done is basically said this is no longer – a student athlete. What this person is, is they are an employee, right? Absolutely. And in order to stay employed, you have to perform and these guys didn't perform. So yeah, I, I, you could not like it. You can like it, whatever. It's fair. Yeah, it's, it's fair. The minute you introduced NIL and the way that you have not a perimetered NIL, mm -hmm. it's fair. Yeah, it's it fair. is. Is, is Deion Sanders... Somebody you could play for? Man, I, I would have thought so up until I've heard some of these things because while I'm saying it's fair, I don't know that I, it's the thing that I'd want to hear. I think I'd want to hear, you know, stuff closer to the norm, which is the, the norm is far from perfect, but I'd, I would want to hear those more normal, more routine coach speaky things that you may hear than pack your bags and things like that. Like I would like to think, that I would take that as a, a serious challenge. I'm going to overhaul my body. You're not going to recognize me versus my film from last year. But if I just lost 11 games by an average of 30 points, I'm probably not feeling great about the sport. I don't know, you know. Sure. I don't know that I can play for him. It would – I might have to see more. But on the on the surface, early scratching surface levels, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know that I could or would want to. Yeah. So my time in sports, um, I did better for the guys who were positive reinforcement. If you start yeah. barking, barking at me, I kind of I tend to shut down a little bit. Not that I couldn't be yelled at our coach because I did have my fair share of that. Uh, I would like to think, however, that Dion in my older years would call me to the carpet and I would want to rise to yeah. what the expectation are is. Um, we have very different personalities. Oh, yeah. uh, and if I'm a football player and I'm excited and I'm good, I'm like, hey, let's pump some life in this thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel, I feel like it could go both ways, but 
I in in all reality, I could see myself playing for somebody more like a Dabo than I could yeah. a Dion. So and, it's, yeah. and that stinks because Dabo's uber cheesy. But oh yeah. Before we get into this, I do want to say I am rooting for Dion. I am excited for Colorado Colorado to be respectable and and in some spotlight. And that's another thing too that I that I wanted to get in. Doesn't this feel as Tennessee fans? Doesn't this feel like 2009 Tennessee, where you are just in the media? You you ain't done a thing. You you haven't done yeah. anything, but you you are in the national spotlight. Oh, uh, dude, it's like t- 2009 Tennessee on roids. I mean, the the like the trade offs are that Dion is freaking Dion Sanders. Lane Kiffin was not quite that, but Tennessee made up for what Colorado may lack and not offer right now. Mm-hmm. So, dude, it's like it's like 2009 on roids because. Think about just the way the world's changed since then, the the media coverage. Think mm-hmm. about how many probably credential requests that they've got for media, whereas it was probably on the lower end of, of college football, which is a, a vastly covered sport. But mm-hmm. Colorado, they've been bad. They've been bad for a while. It's probably skyrocketed. You've got national guys that want to know what's going on, how much can we get, how close can we get, what kind of access does he give. Dude, yeah, it's like 2009 on absolute crack. Yeah, agreed. 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 All right. So let's get into this. Let's 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 talk this schedule and just a couple of things that I want to highlight uh, as as we get into this. Uh, we had mentioned the numbers inside the transfer portal. I went and looked at, you know, who's in there. And the one name that jumps off to me is Savelle Smalls. Yeah. Transferring from Washington. In my mind, I saw him as a four three backer. I knew he was a linebacker. He's listed in all three as an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. So that changes what I saw a little bit. Now he was a five-star coming out of high school. In 2022, he had seven tackles. Oof. No On sacks, a pretty good team. No sacks, no TFLs, no fumble recoveries, no fumbles forced, none of it. Seven tackles. Ugh. Now – it, I, I listen. I get that this not this game is not played on a stat sheet, and you can totally, especially as an edge rusher, you can totally impact the game and not register a stat. And maybe that's his case. I just didn't see enough Washington football to know. Yeah, but that does not. There's nothing there that I can look at and make me go, okay, that might change this this win differential. That might change this game. They did hit the portal hard for some SEC uh, D linemen. You got the Walker kid out of Missouri, 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 <laughs> um, Tennessee, Amari McNeil. Mm-hmm. There's an Ole Miss edge rusher, I believe, and an Arkansas D lineman. Yeah, I remember right. A Florida State down lineman. The, the, the list just goes on and on and on. I just like I'm not going through this anymore. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the schedule. Um, Several people, as I started looking at this, said this is the toughest schedule in this conference. And after you look at it, I, you know, I haven't looked at everybody else, but this was tough. This is this is, is tough. tough. And yeah. unfortunately for them, they miss Cal. Unfortunately for them, or fortunately for them, they miss Washington. Yeah. Okay. That's facts. So <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. All right, so they're gonna game one. Deion Sanders, he is he is facing a team that that's their last game is getting thumped by Georgia. If you're on this, if you're on this squad, I gotta imagine that you cannot wait to get on the football field again to get this taste out of your mouth. 
that everybody in the Dallas-Fort Worth area are probably still talking about. You're traveling to TCU. All so many eyes are going to be on this game. There's, I think, yeah. I think this game is going to hold a ton of pressure. I've got this as a loss, though. I do as well. Um, maybe if I stare at it for too long, if I get trapped in the offseason too long and think about, you know, what what happens when TCU faces adversity for the first time in 2023, coming off their last game being a 58-point shellacking, mm-hmm. maybe there's a way with the infusion of players or, you know, th- in theory, more talented guys at Colorado. Mm-hmm. I don't see him beating that team game one on the road. I don't see it, man. That's a loss for me. That's a tough starter game. Would not want it for for any – I wouldn't want to play TCU week one, if at all. I don't know how good they're going to be. I wouldn't want to play them week one, though, for sure, like you mentioned. Sure. That's a loss. And think about all, all that TCU lost, and we're still saying this. Yeah, Johnson's absolutely. gone. Walker's gone. Duggan's gone. I mean – a lot of offensive production is gone. Yeah. But, I mean, Duggan, 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 I don't know what to call him, was not even the starter going into last year. So, who's Bingo. this other guy, right? I mean. Bingo. So, uh, I'm going to take the Horn Frogs. And yeah, then, man. And then, Dion's first home game, hosting Matt Rule and Nebraska. Now, I went with a win here, but I will say I'm starting to flip a little bit on my prediction, and I'm only going with a win here because that's what I predict when we did the Nebraska episode. I am starting to lean. I'm going to leave it as a win for now, but, I, man, I think this is a this is starting to shift in my mind towards Nebraska simply because Casey Thompson transfers out, which tells yeah. me you lost the job. Yes. Jeff Sims won it, is, is what I have to believe. So Matt Rule probably now knows who his cue is. That's a dangerous thing. Not that Colorado doesn't. I don't know. I I'm gonna leave it as a win for now, but I've got I've got this down as subject to change. I'm gonna I'm basically in that same boat. I am the tide is turning for me towards Nebraska on this. The things that I like for for Colorado is again the the infusion that they've had is a little higher end, I think, than than the infusion of player that Nebraska's had. The infusion of coach. Nebraska wins that right, right now by a landslide. The, sure. the the coaching talent that they brought in, you know that they win that by a landslide. So it's it's starting to turn a little bit for me. I think the unfortunate thing for Nebraska in this game is like the first. I mean, Colorado can pick up like three four yards. The first positive play that they have, like the roof could come off the entire state of Colorado. That's just <laughs> the buildup that we have leading up to yeah. Yeah. this era. Yeah. I mean, look at their spring game. If you need any proof, look at their spring game in the yeah. snow. Yeah. And it will not be snowing probably in September when this game is played. So it's shifting a little bit. And yeah. I, if, if this was at Nebraska, this would probably be a no-brainer for me to go the other for way. Sure. But for sure. Right now, infusion of player, I'm probably going to go Colorado just still for this moment. We'll see by the time we talk about this game again when the season's upon us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So we're we're on the same path so far, one and one. This is, is listed as a home game, but I can't remember if this game is neutral site or not. Colorado, Colorado State. Either way, it doesn't matter. I, even if it's neutral site, it's going to be in Colorado, I believe, just in yeah. Denver. That's a home game, I would imagine, for the Buffaloes. I would imagine. Yeah. I've got this down as a W. Same here. Not This one didn't take me too long. Um, I kind of didn't go from top to bottom or bottom to top on this schedule. I just kind of said, first, where's the wins? 
this was a quick one for me to find. So yeah. W here. Yeah. This next one that was pretty easy for me as well. There's no way that I feel that I can spin this positively for Colorado. It's at Oregon. Bo Nix is back. I don't like it. Oregon has done also <laughs> yeah. some work in the transfer portal. Yeah. I think this is an L two and two for me. This is bloodbath territory. I mean, it doesn't even matter if they're three and zero coming in. It doesn't matter. Ugly, ugly loss here. Oregon is superior, more far superior talented. They have, they're getting established. It's it's a loss for for Colorado. Agreed. And you arguably turn around and do the exact same thing, except you're just doing it in at home this time. Yeah. Hey, yeah that stat that stat about twenty nine points for law on average per loss last year. You're going to bring that back and then some for this two week stretch here with or at Oregon and hosting USC. I mean, Caleb and 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 Lincoln and those guys they're not going to be caught off by how cute it is that we've got a new guy in the coaching industry and oh look at these transfers these guys getting their shot doesn't yeah. matter. Yes, it's a Hosman campaign. It's yes. a playoff campaign. Yes, and the talent again there is just such a ridiculous gap. Yeah, yeah, bloodbath. Agreed. Now. If if things unfold like this, if they're sitting two and three going into this Arizona State game, there's going to be so much riding on this Sun Devil game. This yes, is going to be massive, massive. This, the, this is a huge stretch in their season right here. Yeah. It was this. This is where it got tough for me when I was yeah getting into the finer details of the schedule. Agreed, agreed. I have this listed as a toss up, but I'm giving Colorado a win. I'm doing the same because. It's kind of like Arizona State was in that same really bad spot. Mm. But, you know, they got the Oregon coordinator, Dillingham. Yeah. They got a few pieces here and there in the portal. They didn't get the big name or the transfers in that Colorado was getting. I'm gonna, Even though it's at Arizona State in the desert, I'm going to go bust on this one as well. Agreed. Home against Stanford. Stanford's going to have a new coach. What's his head after all these years? Oh, my gosh. His name escapes me. Help me. Oh, no, it's gone for me, too. I, you know how I do. I, they could have announced this yesterday, and I would have forgotten. David Shaw. David Shaw. David Shaw. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the new guy. My bad. Yes, David Shaw is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, don't, I have no idea who the new guy is. Couldn't tell <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> exactly. You are too many time zones over for me to know. I, I just – I don't know. Uh, with that said, Davis Mills is not taking snaps for you. <laughs> but did he play at Stanford? He did. He played at Stanford. <laughs> I'm going to put this down as a W for the Buffaloes. Uh, same. Troy Taylor is the coach Troy uh, of Taylor. Stanford, and he's going to collect a loss to Dion on this day at, at in Colorado. Yikes. Yikes. You know what's going to come really great for Colorado at this time? A bye week, my a friend. Bye <laughs> a bye week. A bye week. A bye week because it doesn't get any easier. This no, it doesn't. This last stretch, one, two, this five-game stretch – you, you get to breathe once, I feel like. Agreed. Because you're Agreed. about to, I, I, I've got this last stretch at one and four. If you, it, you know the way that uh, that people said if Hoppe wins five games or six games in year one, he should be coach of the year. Mm -hmm. If Dion wins two games in this stretch, yeah, he yes. better be coach of the year. <laughs> Agreed. This Agreed. is where it gets brutal. Yes. Brutal. Even yes. the teams there, yeah, there is one team that, that I'm, that's a just, Write it down now. We're about to as a dub. The other four are somewhere between hard and impossible. Yes, agreed, agreed. You're going to come off the bye week after after hopefully beating Stanford, and you're going to travel to Los Angeles and play 
Coach Kelly and new quarterback Dante Moore, and I don't like it. I think it's a loss. Dude, I think schematically Kelly has, has still got a lot of things in the chamber. He's getting older. He's been around the block now. I like it. He's not afraid of playing a freshman. If a freshman wins the job, the freshman's going to play. I think uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson played 10 years at UCLA to that, <laughs> that point. Yeah. So, yeah. dude, it's not going to matter. I think I think this is where Prime really, really gets outcoached. Possibly for the first time this year. It could be Nebraska. I just, again, worry about their talent. And yeah. Oregon and USC, they're gonna. It's gonna be so ugly that we're not even gonna think about coaching. I think. So I think this is really where he could get schemed up and just get kind of twisted around a good bit because he's probably not played anything like this offense to this point of his career. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Isn't it funny? Just just to just to stopping at UCLA for a second. Isn't it funny how this game is just trending in the right ways for Coach for Chip Kelly? I mean, he do, he's made it known he does not like to recruit. All right, mm. cool transfer portal. Man, that, that sets up very well. Now he's in Los Angeles. The best thing that's happened, arguably the best thing thus far that's happened to, to Chip Kelly is Bo Nix saying he's returning to Oregon. That's what allowed him to land Dante Moore. Dante's more like, mm-hmm. I ain't sitting, sitting behind nobody. I ain't especially sitting behind no honky. I'm going to go down to L.A. Uh, Bo Nix, never heard of her. <laughs> anyway, so um, n- nonetheless, whatever, I don't like Colorado at all in that. Mm. I don't like them nope. at all against USC. I don't like them at all against Oregon. I don't like them all at home against Oregon State. I don't like it. No, I don't either. I don't either. With what Oregon State has done, they have started doing things that we haven't really seen them do since Mike Riley, probably. I mean, they're looking better and better. I mean, I, I don't like them in this game. I just don't have enough reasons to based on what they've done. Mm-hmm. And a one-year flip, I mean – even if you exchange all 85 dudes or however many scholarship guys you have, I just don't like that against some certain forms of established coaches and guys, and I don't like them in this spot. If they're going to win two of this five-game stretch, it will have to be Oregon State or, a little tougher, at Washington State a couple weeks later. Mm-hmm. I guess if I was going to go one, I would go Oregon State. I'm not saying that right now, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's another loss for them. Yeah, yeah. And I did this thing when I got to this point. I'm like, all right, why why am I so strong on Oregon State? Is it DJ Uyagale? And I went, take him off the team. No, I still feel the same way. <laughs> I, I, and I think that DJ is about to have a, a good year, especially yeah. after all this stuff that he has now said. Did you hear about all this stuff with his time? No, I did not. Yeah, he basically – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Third Clemson under the bus. Yes, I did. said that his hands were tied and yada, yada, yada. And anyway, anyway, Oregon State, the times that I saw them, they're physical. Ask Florida. Yeah. Couldn't, could not resist my opportunity to do that. My man. Anyway, um, I'm going I'm to take the Beavers. Yep. You're now going to be home against Arizona. And here's the thing I know about Arizona. Nothing. And that's all I know. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's all I got. I don't. Who's yeah. that coach? Who is it? I don't think it's Jed Fish anymore. I don't. I don't think. Could be. Couldn't tell you one player. Oh, no, I could tell you one player on the team. I could. Devin Hot's there. Devin Hot's there. Little Younger Hot. Yep. That's he, where he ended up. Well, like he's already there. Well, he'll be there in the spring, in the fall. Gotcha. If gotcha. he's not already, I think he's already there. But he'll be he'll be there in the fall. Well, okay, cool, good for him. Rough. Rough fall there on the on the recruiting angle of that. Yes, uh, W for the Buffalo. W, you got to. Wins are going to be hard to come by. As we're literally laying out for you right now. 
Got to have this one. Yeah. Then at Washington State, I had this is my second toss-up game for them, uh, but I'm going to mark this down as a loss. It's a loss for me because of Cam Ward, among other reasons. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this when we talked about, I believe, Wisconsin because that, that game comes back around for Wisconsin this year. Mm-hmm. Cam Ward did some really good things last year. He's back again, doing things that we haven't seen there since, you know, not quite doing it the leech way, but doing things we ain't seen there in a few years. Mm-hmm. Following Leach being there, I don't feel good about this, especially being on the road. Really? You know this game's going to kick off at like 1.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, <laughs> which won't matter for them. Right. But, so I'll find out about it on Sunday, sure. but it's a loss. Agreed. Agreed. Loss for game 12. <laughs> at Utah, bro. At Utah? This is how you're going to end this? At at Utah? When, when Utah probably is staring at the Rose Bowl again? Exactly. No, exactly. I ain't, I ain't doing it. And I get that Cam Rising is going to be uh, towards ACL, I believe, in January. But now we're talking about game 12. Exactly. Okay. Loss. Uh, at absolute Utah. Loss. At Utah. I mean, that's that's enough for me. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it could be freaking Jim Bob Cooter at quarterback for Utah, and I just don't like it. I don't like it for Colorado. Oh, man, no doubt. So did we I mean, get, Were you and I in perfect sync right there? We might have been in perfect sync. I think we were. I don't know how we do this. I'm looking at it. This yep. is so weird. We both got it five and seven, exact same wins and losses. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's up with that other than that we're the I mean, same person. I could tell you why. <laughs> I could tell you. Yeah. Why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that put that puts us both predicting those guys at five and seven. I'm sure anybody on this team, coaching staff included, would be like, "Oh my gosh, how did we miss Cal? Like, can we?" But at the same time, props to them. Your out-of-conference games are a team that just played in the national championship, a former rival. Hey, yeah. I love that, bringing that same. back. Colorado State, who is who is annually on your, on your schedule anyway. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's just when you hit Oregon, it's Pac-12 conference. It's nothing Ooh. but Pac-12 conference. And, man, man. Brutal, brutal finish. So we both got them at five and seven. This is going to move us into our best case and worst case scenario for these guys. And this is the part that I think I'm most excited about because I think this is a little more indicative of how things might unfold because this is arguably, maybe in history, the hardest schedule to predict. Yeah, hardest team to talk about. Who who are they? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't go off last year. So anyway, best case, worst case scenario. I I really want to know what you have first on this. Best case scenario. <laughs> okay, I got you. I might have to steal some content. No, you're good. You're good. The best case is that Shadur Sanders is the absolute truth. I mean, he okay. is able. Yeah. I said one time along probably in the Pruitt era, some garbage, that if Tennessee could just get a quarterback that could that could do some things to pick up the the rest of the team, how how quickly that would fix things. Didn't know it would be Hendon Hooker. I would have thought it would be a Nico or a, a freshman, a five star or something like that. You know what I mean? They need Shadur Sanders to be unbelievable. I mean, to make it like to make a case for going to New York. Unfortunately, the team's gonna probably be around 500 at best, so he's probably not doing that. Mm-hmm. They need him to, to carry things 
they need those other guys, your your Travis Hunters, to just do unbelievable things. Shut down one side of the field defensively. Because the bad thing is they're and, and I know that when I, I looked at their roster, it's a spring roster, and there's been more change there than there's ever been at one school in an offseason. You couldn't so even spring, go by the spring roster. I, found, I went for the same thing. I'm like, well, this is irrelevant. It was garbage. I mean, and that's the case, though, at, at normal schools that didn't have anywhere near this much turnover. It's it's kind of garbage at this point of the season because so much is subject to change. There's still so much conditioning that's going to happen. But those guys that are listed, man, especially their trenches, they are thin. They're not very – they don't have a, a lot of length and height. I think the the worst case is that it just, you know, it looks like 1-11 with 29-point average losses but it turns out to be three and nine and not much changed mm. because with, as a reminder of probably every time we talk about this, those guys that transferred transferred for a reason. Amari McNeil's case, we can speak to that one. It's playing time and being down the depth chart. Mm. Is that the case for a lot of these guys? And we know it's not for the guys mm. that followed Dion from his last stop, but for how many of these guys will, will that be the case? You know, or can they be a difference maker even in the pac 12, and if they can't, I think the worst case is probably like three wins tops, not a lot changing, a lot of games looking the way that those Oregon and USC games are going to go. But again, I think your best case is is that those that top tier, those top level guys that you brought with you and that you've brought in, that you've portaled in, things like that can can really, really, really flash for you and, and help you find a way to get to five or six. Looking at five or six wins as a as a benchmark for a good first year is tough, but Boy, they were in a bad spot. Yeah, yeah. So, the top the piggybacking just for a second off your 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 transfer portal thing and 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 reasons why they entered to the portal. I realize how many are coming in. Forty three have come in since Dion's arrival. So I realize that I'm only saying this about one. But the Walker kid transferring from Missouri is a Colorado native and a Colorado legacy. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) So as far as that goes. All right. So my best case scenario for these guys, I think your best case scenario, and I love, I I didn't even consider Shador, but I think your best case scenario for those guys is like you actually beat Nebraska. I think if you beat Nebraska, that really changes. Think about if you've been a lifelong Colorado Buffalo fan, right? And in the past two decades, you've been hot garbage. And if you've been a, a Colorado football fan for that long, you know you are familiar with the Nebraska-Colorado rivalry, right? You understand mm-hmm. that it's bitter. So if you find a way to win that, that's setting you up well to get to five and seven, you know? And even yeah. four and eight looks better than than three and nine. I feel like oh, there's absolutely. a huge gap between three and nine, four and eight. Huge gap. More. If you find a way to do that, and again, you and I both said this. We think that's shifting. If you find a way to do that, if you can, if you can say in your narrative that Dion is one and zero at home, you know what I'm saying? Because I just don't like your chances against TCU at all. But if you can get home and you can get a win against Nebraska, you're you're going to be able to look back. Even if this this the season goes south from that point on, you can say, yeah, okay. But we think things are heading the right way because Dion beat Nebraska. Absolutely. And say what you want to about Matt Rule, Nebraska, whatever. Dion beat Nebraska. There's no way that was happening in the past two decades. It just wasn't going to happen. Okay. Agreed. And that's that's big for the uh, the old school. You're your, your blue haired, if you will, the the old Colorado fans. That's big for them 
because everything is probably like, what is this sport I'm even a fan of right now for them? That's yeah. it is for many of us. Yes. Yes. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. So no, I, I love I love that addition. So <clears throat> I'm going to assume, and I'm going to be a little bit biased here, that football is not as big of a a god in Colorado as it is in the South. All right. I'm just going to assume this, and and maybe if you're in Colorado, you're maybe you're more concerned with the Broncos, or or something of that nature, the Nuggets, whatever. I think your worst case scenario is you lose the TCU, you lose to Nebraska, and you get into a dogfight with Colorado State. Mm-hmm. But if you lose lose opening two games and you have an ugly win against the Colorado State, and now you're going into Oregon, yeah, USC, what momentum do you have against Arizona State? Against Stanford, you ain't got that. I think that's your worst case scenario. I think you go zero and two, and you get into some kind of nasty little dogfight with Colorado State. Because say what you want to, because but Colorado State, I think, is going to say, "Here's our game, boys. This is this is the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Let's shut Deion Sanders up. I'm tired of hearing Absolutely. about it. I'm tired of talking about him. I mean, uh, people in our locker room are talking about Deion Sanders, right? Okay, yeah. no, we're not doing that." So I think Colorado State, even though they might not have very big fists, are going to come out swinging. Yeah, that's what I think. Anyway, so if you lose that, or if you if you go one and two, potentially zero and three, whatever, and you start to be like, get some of those fans are like, well, this is just who we are, right? Yeah, people stop showing up. I'm not saying that people are going to be out on Dion, but it's just going to be one of those, well, maybe this is farther out in front of us than we thought. You know what I mean? You just, I think if you get one and two, I'm just, I'm just starting to realize how important this Nebraska game is. Nebraska and especially Arizona state. Yeah. And the way that this whole schedule sets up, you got to find a way to get momentum and mojo and, and something to believe in going into Arizona state in Stanford. If, yeah. if, if they go two and 10, is anybody in their right mind going headed in the right direction? Ooh, no, man. Uh, no, right? I mean, no. And then three and nine, you're arguably going, hmm, man, I don't know, man, have we wasted this? Of course it's year one, but this is the world that we live in. What have you done for mm-hmm. me lately? The gap between three and nine and four, eight is massive. God, it's huge. So big. It so, is so huge. big. Uh, but you and I both said five and seven. All right. So what's your what's your ceiling for these guys, and what's your floor? So I think I think every time that we do this, and this is our third one so far, that I'm always just a hair optimistic for the the better side of things. And even five and seven, I, I really think that four and eight is so much more likely. You and I agreed on the picks, and it certainly could play out that way, but it's not likely to just because we put that into the universe. The ceiling, I think. The absolute, you did it all. You have just, my gosh, what a coaching job. He will be coach of the year in this instance. I think would be like eight and four. And I mean, that is wow. losing the absolute games that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is that optimism. Like, yeah, they, they could do it. It's going to be fine. That would be losing to Oregon, USC, Utah, and you pick it. I mean, we pick many of those other teams to beat them. So you name it. Seven, eight wins is your ceiling. Eight is unreal. If they win eight games, it's unbelievable. Coach seven of the year. Coach yeah, of seven. the year. I mean, seven might be coach of the year. It really might. That's that's how hard this is. The schedule and the rebuild. That's what I'm saying. I'm always on the optimistic end of it. 
So I'm going to say the floor is that two and ten that you talked that we just spoke of. I'm going to say that two and ten is the floor. Think about that two and ten to eight and four. Think about the the span that that is. I just I just don't know. Okay, we agreed entirely on the results on the predictions. I I. I, I can't get to eight and four. No, you if, if everything if, if they don't have a single injury, I can't get to eight and four. Yeah. If they beat Nebraska, I can't I can't get to <laughs> eight, I can't I can't get to eight and four. I, I, dude, I, I feel don't. you. Eight and four is like the wheels fell off for TCU. They have nothing. They're still beat down about last year. Nebraska, they win that game like we've talked about. That's you know, that would in theory get you to three and oh if you can beat Colorado State after that. And then that requires you to lose to, again, no more than one team not named Oregon, USC, and Utah. And that's – I mean, it's not happening. But, again, that's the that's the way I play out those best and worst. So, those ceiling and floors on the record-wise. Me absolute – I felt like me absolutely pushing the ceiling. I mean, just, just pushing it is six and six. That's fair. Because let's say you lose – Nebraska, maybe you can find the win at Washington State. You ain't. I don't. Think maybe I don't think you're doing against Utah. I don't think you're no. Oregon State, UCLA, USC, Oregon, TCU. I, I, I just think those are losses. Oh, they are very likely losses. Yeah. So my absolute push is six and six. I'm gonna say for record, your ceiling is five and seven. I think you hit your ceiling. Yeah. Okay. So five and seven. I think you're four. I wrote down four and eight, but as we've gone through this, there's a case for three and nine. I'll stick with my original ink, four and eight. How, God, this this makes me feel like 2011 all over again. The, <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway. Hey, I can and, take you back to 2011. I'm going to do it right now. No. If you look at their, no, yeah, I'm doing it. No, okay, no, I'm going to take no. you back to 2012, not 2011. If you look at the Colorado roster, and then if you scroll on down to the coaches, you look at their personnel, who their coaches are, et cetera. You're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Everybody's got a picture. Everybody's got, if they're a player, they've got their social media tags, their ads listed out there. But if you trickle into the coaches and you trickle across Sal Sinceri's name, the dude doesn't have a picture on the site. <laughs> You're kidding. No. There and there are some after him that do not have a picture associated with their name, but he's the first one. And I was like, they nailed it. They're 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 gonna be all right. Bro, you know what that means for 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 the Colorado <laughs> listeners out there? That means that Tennessee put South Sensuri in his grave. Yeah, we really did. And he helped, but it really happened. <laughs> my dear, my dear. Hey, I want to go back to my best case just for a second. Let's do it. So as a college head, co- head, head coach, he started in 2020, Dion did. Mm-hmm. And they had a weird year. They only played seven games. He went four and three. Jackson State, 2021, 11 and two. Jackson State, 2022, 12 and one. Holding a 27 and six record at Jackson wow. State. Wow. So that's, that's actually a little better than I thought. So, so coming back to this best case, worst case scenario, that Nebraska Colorado State game. I don't know what it was like for him in high school when he was coaching high school ball, which is still weird to think about. Yeah, but has he really faced adversity? 
has his has he led a locker room that's that that's struggling to find wins? That how does Dion handle that? Do I think he yeah. can? I think he can. I think he yeah. can, but we haven't seen it yet. So I'm I'm gonna stick hard with this five and seven. I'm gonna stick hard with this five and seven ceiling. I'm gonna stick hard with this four and eight floor. And but even still, let's say they hit their floor four and eight. If you're a Colorado Buffalo fan, you just went four and eight. You you beat, let's say, let's say you went four and eight. Let's say you beat Colorado State, you beat Arizona State, Stanford, and Arizona. How you feeling? Dude, that's I mean, like you're saying, that's that's a jump. And I know that the the old school fans, if if they're like they are in the southeast, and I cannot speak to it at all, that is a massive step, and you have to look at it as such. I mean, he's already bringing guys in through the portal that'll help him. And not that he's even going to need help with his pitch, but with Colorado's part of the pitch that they have to hold up to, it's only going to make it fall on more ears. Yeah. Now he's got a long, long way to go. If you want to talk to him being any sort of dangerous, any form of dangerous to the big names. Of course, they, they'll probably never face off with the big names in conference unless he leaves for another job. He won't go against the USC's as a as a real contender. The Oregon's – I'm sorry, not the Oregon's. The, uh, well, it's UCLA, isn't it? Or USC and UCLA. Mm-hmm. He won't go against those teams as a real contender unless things just change. But, I mean, that's only going to help. I mean, you've got to look at it as a big step. We, okay, so that's a great conversation. Y- yes, you do. You do have to look at it as, as, as a big step. And let's say that happens, and now – the 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 conference realignment situation happens. There's a potential where you are out of the Pac-12 and you're now sitting in the Big 12. Yeah. Which there's, I think there's an argument that says, man, this plays out in your favor. Man, this does not play out in your favor. That's the one that I tend to fall for right now. <laughs> I, nah. you, know, you know, as we're talking about this, you just can't convince me that it's going to be there more than three or four years. Really? Whether whether it's because it went terrific and he got scooped up or it went so bad that he said, I'm, I'm just, I'm going off grid. You're never going to see me again. I just, I think there's way too many reasons that he, you know, four or five years, he ain't doing this at Colorado. And I don't know what his aspirations are. Maybe Florida state. I don't know, but I mean, you just can't convince me right now that he's like, I'm going to be at Colorado for the long haul. I just, I can't believe that right now. If he, if in year three, if he's looking at nine and three records, ten and two records, he's going to get scooped. It's if I'm he wants to be. Gonna say the opposite. Actually, I think it's going to be. I think he's going to take pride and look at what I've built, and watch what I can turn this into. I don't know. Yeah. He he strikes me as a different breed. Uh, oh, he is. Uh, I mean, uh, he of people. So he wants to prove you wrong more than I think anything. And like what he should be hearing is that this is impossible. Like. That's what he should be hearing because it looks impossible right now. Yeah. 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 I got nothing left on him, man. I don't either, man. But like I said, I hope I can just get myself an extra cup of coffee and stay out for that Pac-12 after dark when they're, <laughs> you know, kicking with uh, Oregon State and Washington State at, at, at 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. No <laughs> kidding. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, in the words of Deion Sanders, the boys at Pandemonium Reigns, we ain't hard to find. Yeah, we coming. <laughs> we coming, all right? We coming. So make sure you push that like button, that subscribe button. Thanks for hanging out with us. As always, thank you for letting us tickle your ears. We hope you enjoyed this segment on the Colorado Buffaloes and are excited to watch them as much as I am. Michael said he's not doing it. He said he's not doing it. <laughs>
<laughs> better play before 8 o'clock, baby. My eyes, I'm telling you, my eyes will be on Colorado, Nebraska. But until then, your eyes better be on Pandemonium Reigns. We love you guys. God bless. Go Vols. GBO. Pandemonium Reigns. <laughs>